<laughs> it's a good thing you didn't watch it because because I am going to I'm going to rip the top of your skull open. <laughs> oh, and fuck your brain. Nice. With Welcome Dave to the show, Castro. Castro. <laughs> <This one's, laughs> that just sounds really messy. Yeah, no, it's not gonna it's not gonna work out great. Uh, Is the brain naturally lubricating? <laughs> very, it's very moist. Yeah. Every yeah. time you learn a new fact, your brain moistens slightly. That's. That, that is works. that a fact? Do we know fact. that? No, so I mean, did we just moisten a bunch of people's brains? <laughs> no, seriously. It's like, time, but I'm reading. <laughs> you gotta keep teaching him stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the capital of North Carolina is Raleigh. <laughs> 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 no, no, but you, you, you've never heard the thing where it's like when you're reading a really good book and you're just like, my brain's so wet right now. <laughs> oh, that is that is the most disgusting uh, phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, welcome, welcome to. Uh, Welcome to Sweaty Ass Nerds, guys. Sweaty yeah. Ass Nerds. Sweaty yeah. Ass Nerds. Sweaty Ass Nerds. A return to form yeah. using the A for ass. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I was actually about to ask, like, I've, I haven't been here in a while. How many of them have not been ass? There, there haven't been Or very... anally influenced. Yeah, yeah. so uh, last week's uh, Some Athleticism Neglected mm-hmm. okay. was uh, submitted by um, someone who was creative enough to mm. not use ass anal... Or nipples, or Armin, or and, or Armin, or and, which is incredible. I mean, that is that in and of itself is a yeah, really. I think that we should create a little. We should have a running uh, little like bar graph that just shows that's just just for the letter A in mm-hmm. the title. So ass will always be the tallest column, anal, and, and then everything else beyond that. Well, and ideally, uh, this goes long enough that uh, Chase here can create a word cloud. Oh, of uh, what what words? It's going to be the, the word most. ass. It's, it's going to be the, the, in the middle ass, right next to it in slightly smaller font, anal. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that that comes to us Strong. courtesy of thirteen midnight thirteen on Instagram. Thank you very much. That sounds like dope. a very like scary Instagram handle. Yeah. What's what kind of dark it's things? Pretty are fucking in dope. Uh-huh. Yeah, my, it's either very scary or a very emo teenager. Correct. See, my my advice for all of you out there who are trying to get your scale as needed title on here and win that $100 gift card that Armin's going to mail you. I'm not mailing is, anyone any gift uh, cards. To just f- is find a fun A word, like acorns, and then work your way outward from that. That's really, that's that's my, key, that's my little brainstorming tip. So exactly. I, I have a whole, I have an entire uh, photo album on my phone of different sand names that I've been sent because I was, tra- I was, I was running out of of any way of reasonably organizing or remembering any of these mm-hmm. because there's people are, I'm getting dozens a week. So mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I've, I've started screenshotting them so I know who's sending them mm-hmm. and I've started organizing them so that we can actually maybe somehow go through them. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what to do at the graveyard. Like mm-hmm. do we just post it up on Instagram or something and, and, you know, just get people, get people going on it or what, but I'd either say, way, I'd say that, uh, you know, I'd say that once uh, once one week has 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 kind of elapsed, those things are kind of back in play again. But in order for them to be taken into consideration, they have to be proposed anew on Instagram. So if you have a good one, you know, maybe try it again. Maybe hold back a week and then send it back out into the ether. You know, take it for another lap uh, in future weeks. Just a thought. It's not a bad or, idea. Take it and replace the A with acorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. No matter what. Again. Sweaty no matter acorn what. nerds. Well, see, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, how many Prince fans do we have in there? How many of them are Apollonia? 
that's a that's yeah. that's a good way of, of using the a that doesn't know you know what just start with the dictionary and just start using a word start with aardvark and work your way all the way down is aardvark the first word in the dictionary it's gotta be I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> There's got to be a word in the dictionary that that's two A's and then a letter that's not an R, right? A letter before R. There's a lot of letters before R. There's like 16 letters before R. But there aren't very many words that begin with two A's. There's Ardvark and A Aaron. Those are the two <laughs> things. That are, that are there. Here, let's let's settle this, Armin. Let's grab your home dictionary Shea that Quellen? you obviously have. Yeah. Uh, so uh, welcome to welcome to the show, guys. Um, we actually, you may be, you may be shocked to know this, but all five of us are here right now. What? Holy uh, shit! You may be shocked because your first assumption would have been, "Wow, they fired Soundboy," mm-hmm. and you would be, you would be right in that flow. Also fired Soundboy. <laughs> That's true. But you would be wrong in that we have not fired Soundboy. Because you can't fire someone if they were never being paid. You can't. <laughs> that's right. You cannot fire volunteers. It's actually in the Constitution. Well, it, it's, it's also, I mean, it's like, I, I, I'm also a ghost. I'm non-corporeal. Correct. Like I, you know, I'm, I just float around. I'm in, I'm in places. He's, He's a floater, guys. Stuff. I'm a floater. We've got a floater. Jumps in and out of the quantum realm. Top. Ugh. <laughs> I don't even want. I, you know what? <laughs> Kyle hasn't seen Ant-Man and and Lady Wasp or whatever the fuck that movie was called. Mm -hmm. Was it bad? No. I don't want... I mean... Spoiler, save it. You I don't want to watch save it. it. Let's save it for the. Let's save so it let's for have the a spoiler next discussion episode. later. I actually, I, I, I'm I, intrigued by how how uh, uh, how unenthusiastic Armin is. Where I thought it was a delightful romp. I enjoyed you, the hell out you, of all of that. Yeah. You were wrong. Listen, guys, I'll decide. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, wait, wait for me to wait. I actually am shocked. An adult. Okay. I'm yes, shocked exactly. that I'll, you guys this one. that Kyle hasn't seen it yet because yeah. I I took Katie out on a date night. And like uh, rope doped her. I was like, yeah, let's go see a movie. And she's like, oh my God, are we going to see, are we going to see, won't you be my neighbor? And I was like, oh. You should have no, seen that it's too. Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did see, uh, I did see the Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah. I I would rather have watched the Mr. Now having seen Ant Man, I would rather have watched the Mr. Rogers. But that's not, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Yes. Uh, this is a good moment here as well. I want to put this out there because I do think we should discuss it. But I don't think everyone here in this room has seen it. I don't think all of our listeners have seen it. I feel like you have to see it before you discuss it uh, or even listen to it uh but three identical strangers uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put that out there oh. i have no idea uh, what you said what did you say three, three identical three strangers, identical strangers. Ooh, that sounds cool yep yeah uh, yep it's good it's is it stuff. is it like um is it like the ray liotta horror movie identity I exactly wish <laughs> that would be that would be even better. In that it also features gary Busey's the son yeah, ray, Busey. ray yeah, liotta I, john cusack Identity. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Amanda Peet. There we uh, go. John oh. C. McGinley. Uh, and what's the other fat, actress? The fat guy with the lazy eye. Yeah, the guy with the shaky eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does a great well. job of, of looking yeah. like a sad, sad fat man. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's his it. thing, man. That's like his, he's pigeonholed as a sad fat <laughs> man. <laughs> Except in Hashtag season goals. two of uh, Stranger Things, where he played a little bit more of a gnarly bad guy but uh that yeah. was the one where yeah wait that's right because he played the one they almost murdered the, 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 the in the shitty x-men episode of yes, Stranger in the Things in the in the, in the bizarre bizarre yeah. bizarre i i had i had completely knocked that out of my brain to, to, actually and, but the funny thing is to tie back into fitness that's that there's one moment in that episode where like all of you know uh the, the uh like punk rock super friends go over to his house to intimidate him and the muscle 
is played by Kai Green. Oh yeah, and he's like supposed to stand in a doorway and intimidate him, but Kai Green is like fully two feet shorter than that guy, mm. <laughs> and he looks like a tiny little muscly Munchkin man, and uh, uh, so it it ruins it. That's they, actually they the sh- name of Kai Green's one man show. They should have put him on a box. That's what I'm saying. Put tiny Kai Green on a box. Muscly Munchkin man. man. Uh, uh, so let's let's bring this let's bring this full circle to fitness guys because this week yes. We are just three weeks away from the start of the 2018 CrossFit Games. What are mm-hmm. those? And uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm just really distracted because Chase's crotch is eye level <laughs> for me. So <laughs> he's on the other side of the table, but I'm sitting on a low bench, and he's yep. sitting at a, at a high stool. Yes. And wait, it wait, is hold just on, hold on, hold on. eye is level is my, crotch. Is my, is my pinching hand, is it near? Is it near, near <laughs> I'm crushing his bones. I'm having a hard time finishing <laughs> sentences. Uh, <laughs> you should, you should, you should take out your phone. And on the new... SAN uh, account that we've got, the Instagram account. Go ahead and put an Instagram story up of just what your visual is right now. Chase's balls is all and, I can well, see. Well, and, 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 and Cliff's hand for size. Yeah. It's 125 degrees in Austin, Texas, so we are allowed to not wear real clothes <laughs> when we go out. So uh, at least the two of us are in athletic shorts. I certainly am. I'm wearing athletic shorts. Yeah, that's three of us. And, and Chase is definitely not wearing underwear, yes. as you can tell. Yes. Um, anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> Because you so, can see the well, impression the of the side of his wiener. It's like Medusa. <laughs> you're going to turn to stone. <laughs> if I'm you stare at it too long, it turns to stone. <laughs> if I stare at it too long, I'm hard as a rock. That's what I mean. Okay. Well, I thought it was meant that he had, you know, uh, just a just a million penises under there, like snakes <laughs> on Medusa's like head. Like Cthulhu's mouth. A million penises. <laughs> no, no, no. You're confusing that with the hydro penis. Hydro penis, yeah. Well, that would be just the nine penises, but I think... The and every seven, time you yeah. remove one, you grow, you grow two power. more. Ooh, that would be, be an interesting yeah. superpower. I don't uh, want to see that in the next it's a really fun party trick. It's uh, watch me. Yep. And then there, uh, at some point, after having done that party trick too many times, you just like you're just Stan Marsh, <laughs> like your 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 massive writhing peni in the wheelbarrow. No, no, you're Randy Marsh. R- Randy Marsh. Randy yeah, Marsh. Yeah, my Marsh. bad. Yeah, yeah. Stan. I'd say the, the, princi- the principal impediments to my being able to date effectively are that confidence, that's number one, and two is that down there it looks like a bucket of eels, <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that is a turnoff for some, but I'm, look- I'm still hoping to find my person. Lucky for you, I think our audience is the exact type of people that are going to be interested in fucking a bucket of eels. <laughs> fucking a bucket of eels. <laughs> Uh, hopefully not, actually. Our audience hopefully is more interested in um, Dave Castro's book and the CrossFit yes. Games. Hopefully. Fingers yes. crossed. CrossFit um, Games is somewhere between three and nine weeks away. I can't... Uh, dates are not good. It's, uh, it, is, it is currently uh, Wednesday in July. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a Wednesday in July. And the first Wednesday of August is the start of the CrossFit Games, mm-hmm. which means that we are three weeks out. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to figure out when we record this, just Wednesdays. math, yeah, just just math it out. Um, so the the interesting thing though is that last week, Dave Castro released finally his book, constructing the CrossFit Games, Ooh. a book that we have known about since regionals of 2017, mm-hmm. when he kind of offhandedly confirmed our suspicions in an interview with Reebok. He actually had been yeah. he kept posting instagram stories of like a screenshot of his notes, notes app, app. 
Interesting. And it is a what is a self published novel? Sure. It's like a western set on Mars. Correct. Is that it? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. Um, it is. Uh, it is actually a series of journal entries, mm-hmm. which tells the story story of <laughs> how he put together the 2017 CrossFit Games season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is viciously boring. <laughs> the, the structure is is literally influenced, inspired by uh. Little Wayne's book that he wrote while in Riker's prison. Nice. Just a series of journal entries. Just gotcha. a series of journal entries. Where one of them is a, a creative type. Letters from a prison. Birmingham? Birmingham prison. I want to say that's correct. Letter from Birmingham jail. Singular yeah. Letter. No. So, I'm pretty sure I got it right. Um, yeah. So he finally released this book and it's uh, it's really boring. It's really, really tough to read. But I uh, I was I was just, I was gypped into into wow. um come back there coming back. back with the with that hard g you know you're just applying it in context where the word doesn't even it doesn't make even sense. make sense wait well but wait wait for it there's more. but wait so yeah. th- i was gypped into buying it because uh gypped i was like into. there's no way i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this uh-huh uh except he teased it by saying that one of the 2018 CrossFit Games events is going to be in it. That's a good way to move books. That's a great, <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of nerds like me where we're like, oh, damn it. And uh, then we, we bought it. So I actually, he, he teased it and they were like, oh, it's available uh, today, July 4th. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, Katie and I were traveling to LA on July 5th. So I bought it on the 4th and had it overnight, overnighted to LA. Mm-hmm. So that I could read it over the weekend, and nice. I did, and I I don't see it. I regret it, but god damn, it was a waste of my time. Mm. Um, so there there were you some speed interesting read parts. His book. I did. There he, were some interesting parts. Uh, interesting parts like the very last portion of the book is really good, where he mm-hmm. he basically goes like event by event, and uh, like breaks down what he thinks were the best parts and the worst parts and where they can improve mm-hmm. uh, at the CrossFit Games. And mm-hmm. I think that sort of thing is actually really cool. It's something so that he, he should admits, probably so do. So he admits there were bad parts? Yeah, he admits that games. there were some mistakes. He this this he is a revelation. What does he say are the bad parts? Well, he admits things that we all fucking knew that were mistakes. For mm-hmm. example, that they don't, they're not going to be doing ring hands and push-ups again for a little while because yep. the judging was a disaster, a shit sure show was. in 2016. Um, mm-hmm. He also admits that... He made a major error planning one of the events, the Strongman's Fear event. Mm. Um, he had originally written it with the logistics in mind of mm. running heats. So he had written it so that all the, you basically, it was two rounds. You carry it from the start line to the finish line and then from the finish line back to the start line. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why he wanted to do that is so that all the implements were reset for the next heat. And Ooh. then when they got to Madison and saw the saw the field of play, he was like, "I fucked up. Like, I really, I should not have, I should not have programmed it this way." Because mm-hmm. then they had to rewrite the entire workout for like within the week of the CrossFit Games. And what was? Can you expand on that? Why was it that an issue? Um, it was like it was like a size and timing and space yeah. issue. I don't remember the exact reason. Uh, I kind of blanked that out of my mind. Yeah. Like most of this book. Um, but yeah, I think I think it would be really cool if he did that every year. Like if he just wrote those last fifty pages every year mm-hmm. and was just kind of like, "Hey guys, it's January. Here's here's Dave here's Dave Castro's recap slash review of yeah. mm-hmm. last year's CrossFit so Games." If the last fifty pages were interesting, what were the previous three thousand pages? Two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty. Uh, oh my god! The what previous two hundred and fifty pages. So, um, I don't know if you guys 
if you guys actually let's let's put this out of the question because none mm-hmm. none of you I think other than Chase has watched this video, which by the way, fuck you guys. <laughs> but secondarily, I, like I held friends. off. I yeah. held off so that we could discuss it on the podcast. Um, That's the obvious reason. So if I if I were to ask you if you were going to be programming the CrossFit Games, wh- what type of workflow would you have? Like, would you what what would you work on first? How would you first organize your thoughts and make sure that you're you're moving in the right direction? Um, first of all, I would start out with a lot of deadlifts. Just that's where I would start. Deadlifts in every single workout. Deadlifts with different implements. Deadlifts standing on different surfaces. Sand deadlifts. Water deadlifts. Air deadlifts. You're jumping out of a plane and you're deadlifting midair. Just really figure out, is it, a w- is it executable to do every event as some kind of deadlift? That's what I would do first. And then... If I had to compromise on that vision at all, I would start to incorporate other movements into the program. That's almost exactly what he does. Yes. Except instead of constantly looking at deadlifts for the first 200 pages of the book, he's looking at a minute-by-minute schedule of the weekend. Ooh. So he spends he spends his almost, uh, like, let's see, it's it, he starts the book with a journal entry in April, and then he, like, legitimately starts writing the workouts he like has most of the workouts generally written by mid June, mm. and he starts writing them around the end of May or beginning of June. So mm. he spends like six weeks doing nothing but putting together a schedule of heats mm. and of and events, like Wh- not when knowing does testing what the, the workout. workouts come in. So as that. he comes up with ideas, he starts testing them little by little in the lab. He in calls Yarrow, it. it's yes. what's called. Um, he starts testing them at Yarrow, and uh, and really he kind of has. Uh, like a uh, once regionals are done is when mm. re- is when testing begins. So after the first weekend of June is when he starts testing the events. Mm. And he uh, he leaned heavily on Julian Alcarez last year, who qualified mm. for the CrossFit Games but gave up his spot for mm-hmm. because his wife, uh, his now wife Miranda, they were, they had a baby due in August. Yeah. So he used uh, he used Julian to test a ton of these events, almost all of them. Um, but he he kind of starts testing them. In June, he starts testing him basically a couple months out of the CrossFit Games. Mm-hmm. So uh, he first starts with his schedule, and then he he basically puts together a schedule like, oh, like you know, this will be like I know that on on Friday, the individual athletes are gonna like they're gonna heavy snatch, they're gonna do like two CrossFit workouts, and they're gonna swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he like plugs that in, and then and then if he needs to like move things around because other things change. He'll he'll do that, but then eventually that the schedule gets locked in because they have to worry about like the timing and the logistics mm-hmm. and all of that shit. And then he starts writing the workouts. He's like, okay, so I, this is a workout that I've planned with like a, a eighteen minute time cap, so I want it to finish between thirteen and fourteen minutes. Oh. So I'm going to write a thirteen to fourteen minute workout. Interesting. And that's how he does it. Gotcha. Um, and he like. He has a bunch of ideas, like he'll list a bunch of ideas, like, oh, like a journal entry might be like, woke up this morning thinking handstand push-ups and, and sled pulls, handstand push-ups and lungings, and handstand God, push-ups, and, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay, cool, Dope. and then, and then it'll so be like... talking about speaking to his muse and dreams about what movement combinations, <laughs> is that really what... Sometimes it, some, I don't know, sometimes he, he just like... Things just kind of happen there. That's that's one of the biggest critiques that I have about Mm -hmm. this book. If you're expecting an explanation, don't. It's more of a Mm -hmm. description. 
It's a yeah. description of things that have happened. It's yeah. not at all an explanation into how or why those things are happening. It's just a description of things that happen. So it's D- like, he- I woke up this morning. I'm watching the Cavs game. I'm thinking about LeBron James. I once met Tiger Woods. How about push press skier and GHD sit-ups? And it's like, what? Couldn't be some editing involved? Couldn't you, couldn't you remove you know, all the other well, bits? You remember the uh, part where it was self-published? Yeah. I, let me tell you about editing. Uh-huh. Um, so there's one huge major flaw in the book. To me, it's a huge major flaw. The author. In which, well, in which he, he, he says that uh, he's talking about He's talking about uh, Amanda because uh-huh. like that's what one of the things in his brain like really early on. He's like, I want the athletes to do Amanda. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to figure out what variation of Amanda he's going to have them do. And then he lists out who did well at Amanda in 2010 when they mm-hmm. first uh, when they first debuted it. And the fact that a lot of those athletes are still competing today. Rich Froning, Ben Smith, mm-hmm. Camille. And then he mentions that Camille won the CrossFit Games, and then he gets the year that she won wrong. <laughs> so she won in 2014, but uh, he's like, Camille came out and did really well in 2010, and then won the CrossFit Games in 2013. And I was mm. like, fucking A, man. Like, <laughs> nobody read this, huh? Like, no, but you just, you just sent this over to somebody to put it on well, paper. I, know, I do take this as if it's just the raw journal entries there. It's totally possible if it's your own journal entry, you'd fuck something up like that. It could yeah. Be, it's a testament to its authenticity. And that that could be an issue because uh, my guess is that it was edited. It mm-hmm. it had to have been edited mm-hmm. um, because took out all the n words and all that. Yeah. Well, the part where he calls homosexuality whoa. a sin, right? Well, there's there there <laughs> oh, is geez, not again. There Greg are Glassman there are a hands. couple there are a couple very strange, <laughs> uncomfortable moments uh. Uh, moments which I am almost ninety nine percent sure. That CrossFit's legal should know about that they that, <laughs> that hopefully that they read and signed off on uh-huh. because he gets dangerously close to libel a really? couple of times. Yes, in fact, he outright accuses two athletes of having taken steroids, uh-huh. and not only of taking steroids but of faking injuries at regionals in order to get out of testing. And then when he he directs them to be tested, which, uh-huh. by the way, is a confirmation of how all of us imagine their testing works. Yeah, yeah. Dave Castro looks on Instagram and sees someone snatch 300 pounds. Literally, this happens. He looks on Instagram, sees someone snatch 300 pounds and uh-huh. says, that's not possible. And then asks to have them tested and says, I think he's on steroids. <laughs> like, that's exactly how it fucking goes. Uh, and that person is Nikki Rankar. Yeah. And he who, calls him by name. He calls him out by name, uh-huh. which, by the way, the, the fascinating thing about this is... Uh, Castro is like very clearly, um, you know, he's like, he's, he's really self-critical. He Mm -hmm. takes his job super fucking serious and he's good at what he does. The the logistics, the program, like obviously he's good at what he does, right? Cornrows, um, crazy hairdos, officiating weddings at the CrossFit Games. He's great at those things. Having guns on him at all times. At all times. You need Um, that. So he's really good at what he does. Uh, and he's a big part of that success is the fact that he's able to look at what he programs mm. and his events and with a very critical eye mm-hmm. point out where he fucked up and how he can be better. Mm-hmm. And yet anytime someone outside of him or like maybe two other people provide any feedback or criticism, he takes it very fucking personally mm-hmm. to the point where in at one point in the book, he accuses Nicky Rankar of faking his pec injury at regionals mm-hmm. and 
and says it must be because he's on steroids or he must be because he's on PEDs and doesn't want to be tested. Therefore, we're going to test him. How but, does that work? How does faking an injury get you out of testing for people? Like, yeah. that, that's all. That's almost as weird as the other thing. It's like I see someone who's strong. I'm going to test you for drugs. Well, he's hey like, man, I'm injured. I don't want to be tested for drugs. All right. He goes. He, so he's like. He goes. <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> there, there is, there is one. So okay. So he, he basically, he's like. Uh, Nicky Rankar pulls out of of uh, oh. regionals on an injury, and then the next day at the USA Weightlifting uh, booth, he snatches. He PRs a snatch. He mm-hmm. snatches three hundred pounds, and then you know, as as his his scientific balance, mm-hmm. uh, Castro texts Dan Bailey and mm-hmm. goes, "Hey Dan, you injured yourself during this workout, right?" can you would you be able to pr your snatch and dan goes no i I can't even snatch a barbell and he's like must be steroids that's (laughs) that's his that's his reasoning because all pec injuries are the same because all in fact that's the thing castro doesn't see where he Uh. makes his own biases and ignores evidence Mm -hmm. so like he himself makes the argument like people keep calling this a bunch of pec tears and you know they have to understand that not all of them are full muscle belly tears and some of them are strains and some of them aren't as serious as others except except in this case (laughs) nicky rankar must be faking his and it must be because of of steroids so he he Uh. legit calls out nicky rankar but earlier in the book he calls out nicky rankar before that yeah uh-huh. the That's first the time where i'm at right now the yeah. first time he calls out nick uankar is after uh the open nick apparently posted something on instagram saying like hey I, you know this is really cool i qualified for regionals again mm-hmm. but uh you know like I, I can't believe that crossfit still charges their athletes like 200 dollars to register and compete at regionals and castro legit goes uh every major sport charges their athletes to compete and you know this is probably because Nicky Rankar is is super young and immature, and I just hope I don't have to deal with him again in the future. Mm. And it's like, oh, so this guy pissed you off mm-hmm. just a few months before, and now when you have the opportunity to like like try and lampoon him, mm-hmm. that's not the right word either, to try uh, and like like fuck him up to baste him. Sure. Yeah. Uh, when in doubt, just say fuck. To one <laughs> in doubt, just say fuck. There you go. Um, you know, when you have this opportunity, you're going to fucking take it and yeah. you're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to accuse him of being on steroids. The other person mm. he accuses of being on steroids <laughs> <laughs> is Christian Lucero. Interesting. This man. And the Christian Lucero thing is, is equally strange because he basically said, he says this, he goes, um, I was watching Christian Lucero crushing it on day one and day mm. two of regionals. And he did, he was in first place by a fuck ton. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Christian found me after the second day of regionals mm-hmm. in California. And he told me, hey, Dave, I've been monitoring my my I, I take I do I do blood tests every week mm-hmm. just to monitor my levels, uh, specifically my testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. And he goes every week. I bet he does. <laughs> he goes every week. It's been really it's been fine, uh-huh. except the couple weeks leading uh-huh. up to the to regionals. It's been a little high. And I'm I'm worried because I don't want I don't want this to be an issue. Like, is there can I, is there someone I can talk to to figure this out? And Dave goes, well, y- you can you can drop out, uh huh, or you can compete. And if you qualify, we'll test you. And Christian's like, okay, I'll think about it. And then the next day, Christian injures his his pack. Uh, mm. on the muscle-ups mm-hmm. uh, during event five. And uh, Dave Castor, who's already very tender about the fact that a lot of people are getting injured over the weekend, 
um, and yet doesn't think anything was wrong with all those people getting injured. Uh, he, he like, he's like, oh, this motherfucker is, is trying to cheat the system. He's trying mm-hmm. to like, instead of withdrawing, he's making a show of it and like blaming the programming. Mm-hmm. So he takes it personally and he has them tested. And Christian Lucero is like, he refuses to get um, medical treatment on site. He just wants to like mm-hmm. go and see his own doctor. Mm-hmm. They do their, their blood tests and stuff. And Dave Castro in the book, because it's chronological journal entries, he's like, I'm so fucking sure. Yeah. You know, he's definitely on something. It's just so mm-hmm. weird. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, and then when the test comes back, uh, the A sample is high testosterone. Mm-hmm. comes back for high testosterone. And then they test the B sample, and the B sample is fine. Mm-hmm. So they throw it away. It's a false positive. Mm-hmm. And that's how the testing works. You always do two samples, mm-hmm. and you always have to get a confirmation. Otherwise... Otherwise, it, it just it either they're very fucking lucky or something went wrong in the test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, still with this proof in his hands, he's like, okay, I have I have a positive A sample and I have a negative B sample, and therefore with our testing, this this doesn't count. He's like, I don't have any proof, but I'm I'm pretty positive that he's on steroids. This is bull- <laughs> like, this is bullshit. He basically is like, fuck Christian Lucero, fuck Nicky Rainer, yeah, on steroids, yeah. and he just he there's no there's like there's no world in which the head of a sport should be individually calling out athletes in public to to say, hey, I think these people are on steroids yeah. with I, no fucking proof. Here's the thing. is that I, I agree with you, and I think that this is very weird, All the, the fact that it's in this book, and it'd be very weird, especially if he's individually calling people out. But alternate take, is it that a bunch of athletes who had skirted through or skated through regionals on steroids in previous years showed up in 2017 to regionals realized that the testing had tightened up and then that's why we saw so many pec injuries this is just guys bowing out left and right to try and avoid the needle is that a potential thing because what are the circumstances under which someone would be testing their testosterone and tell me if i'm wrong on a weekly basis and then would suddenly at a point at which their training volume had increased, which can often cause drops in your level of testosterone, would say, this week it's really high for some reason. Yeah, the, the Christian Lucero, if he said what he said to Dave Castro, what it sounds like to me, that sounds super obvious to me, is that Christian Lucero is taking exogenous testosterone and trying to ride the line to high natural. Because there's a high natural level, mm-hmm. which is like 1,400 whatever units they measure, uh, and above that, it's proof that you're, you know, on steroid sure. levels of testosterone. And most people, uh, I haven't tested myself, but I'm definitely not anywhere close to that high natural. Mm-hmm. Range so here's there. here's my here's my take on it. Someone can come out and on their Instagram be like, "I'm on fucking steroids," and like mm-hmm. show themselves taking exogenous testosterone mm. and anivar and whatever the fuck yeah. i mean we look at a lot of these athletes and they're clearly on some shit anyway mm-hmm. but if they don't have a positive test yeah, yeah. you fucking move on oh no, you know i mean like like mm-hmm. uh, without without like proof in your hands saying yeah. this motherfucker is very suspicious and therefore i tested him and therefore we have proof without that in your hands you just shut your mouth Oh, but that's the you thing. Don't say my, anything. My my question, but my, I guess my thinking is, I'm wondering is, because again, the whole circumstances of him putting this in a, in a book and singling people out 
is very weird. I will give it that. It's like it's not the way these things should be done. They should everyone should be tested the same. Yada yada yada. I'm wondering though, is the reason he's witch hunting certain people is because of strong su- suspicions for reasons he cannot name that he thinks that certain people are are, are taking tests or certain or, or things, and then he's sort of backing his way into it. Either way, it's weird that that would be the way that it's done, and it shouldn't be done that way. I'm just trying to think of because I can't conceive of the alternate set of circumstances that would have led to that sequence of events where someone's like it's so crazy like my testosterone is just really high right now at a point where my test where we're, we're about to where I needed the like, most where I, knew, where I needed the most it's like really high and I don't know what happened so I just wanted to like cut you off at the pass and like like let you know and he's like well you can fucking drop out of the competition that seems strange yeah. to me there <clears throat> I mean being you know, first of all, Christian Lacerda is the homie, so I have to back him up. Word. And then second, I mean, a lot of these top tier mm-hmm. athletes do like do mo- monitor their blood tests. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the what he means by the extent of getting a blood test done, whether he's like getting mm-hmm. a reading from like uh, like an Omega Wave or some type of mm-hmm. other device that kind of lets you see the testosterone levels. Um, but he might. I mean, he may be getting his blood drawn each week. I don't know, one hundred percent. But there's other reasons to monitor that. Mm-hmm. Just, like, if you're right. trying to get that peak performance, mm-hmm. that's the type of shit you keep in and check because there's like other supplements that mm-hmm. aren't against the rules that you can take. Interesting. Um, so I would give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. And I think the fact that he, I feel like he's a smart enough dude not to go to Dave Castro if he suspected himself. To mm-hmm. be, like, if he knew he was cheating, I wouldn't go to Dave Castro and be like, "Hey, man, mm-hmm. I'm cheating," but. I want to know How if there's a, a way pass. around this. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like the 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 course of action. None of it makes any sense, yeah, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, the the one thing that's very fucking clear is that based off of the same mm-hmm. the testing processes that are in place, mm-hmm. the rules that they've set for themselves, for better or worse, mm-hmm. th- there's there's nothing that you can accuse them of. Mm-hmm. Like coming out and and accusing someone of being on steroids. Like so, Nikki Rankar hasn't read the book but he saw my video and i because in the video i mentioned that Mm. this is a very this is like kind of like a strange it was almost it was like unsettling i was like man this guy is the fucking lead of this sport it's like that special feature on the hobbit dvd where they kind of admit they didn't know what they were doing the whole time it's weird right you like feel weird you're just sort of watching it and you're like they put this on the dvd No one stopped them no from one, doing yeah. this? So who let them? Who let them do this? It was yeah. very deep in those nine hours of special yeah, features yeah. there. The studio didn't see it. And no one was going to watch it anyway. Yeah. You guys were the only people to watch it. So um, so it's really... It's YouTube really, bitches, it's out there now. It's mm-hmm. really interesting Internet. because... <laughs> You know that's that's just a it's just a really strange place to be when you're reading sort of like the inner monologue of this guy who who's like on some in some ways super professional and in other ways entirely unprofessional. Mm-hmm. And so another thing so about the regional injuries thing, Castro very conveniently ignores the exact arguments mm-hmm. that are that are valid on his programming. He's like, okay, so I don't think he's like, listen, I don't think asking someone to do a workout that's 90 total reps that has 45 ring dips in it. Mm -hmm. And it's like a sprint. I don't think that that's unreasonable and he's not wrong. I don't think that that's unreasonable either, but the data Mm -hmm. are showing you something completely different. The data is saying 10% of people who do this workout at regionals injure themselves in some Mm -hmm. way. That's a pretty massive fucking thing. He looks at that same data. He's like, 
but 90% didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, it must be fine. And he's like, and then he goes. The 90 fittest percent. So he uses, he uses, <laughs> three, he uses three arguments. Uh-huh. One argument is that most people, the vast majority of people, mm-hmm. did not get injured. Yep. So instead of looking at the fact that there's a peak of injuries, he looks at the fact that still most people yeah. aren't getting hurt. The second argument that he uses is that... Um, a lot of these injuries were people coming into regionals with that injury, mm-hmm. which again, he doesn't put two and two together that they might all just be training similarly, AKA all be training for the test yeah, yeah. that he put out there. And then the third argument he uses was like, uh, after we warned people, mm-hmm. the number of injuries decreased, mm-hmm. not went away, just yeah. decreased. So instead of there being like four or five people per region, getting hurt there was one to three people mm-hmm. in the region getting hurt i feel like that's evidence that it that it's the programming because you had to warn people right yeah not mm-hmm. to do a workout right they normally so would. he goes Which <laughs> also it also disadvantages regions that compete later right he goes regions. he goes i'm in I, he's like i was in the east region and we had four people like 10 yeah. percent of the male competitors at regionals go down with an injury yep. on this event at the exact same moment R- uh, during this event. R.I.P. Chase Smith, R.I.P. Christian <laughs> Harris, R.I.P. Uh, Alex Vignon, right? <laughs> so he goes, he it's goes kind of like saying like the trail run is going to like be like across a six lane highway, but like most people made it through. <laughs> right, so <laughs> and plus on the subsequent two weekends, we told people like, listen, we had three athletes run over by cars. So be extra careful. <laughs> it, that, that's the thing. He doesn't, he doesn't see, he doesn't see the connections uh-huh. between those types of things because he goes, goes he goes okay so we had four people injured out of 40 in east so before south got to that event we called the Uh south regional event director and we told him hey tell people that men are getting injured on this workout Mm -hmm. and that ended up resulting in zero injuries at the south regional Mm -hmm. that should probably give you a little bit of a message Mm -hmm. the second thing that he doesn't see is the fact that he himself decides that we're probably not going to be doing bounding box jumps like so yeah. uh, one example of it is uh pat sherwood programs the masters events mm-hmm. and he wanted to do the uh 100 event like the 40 box jump overs 20 d-ball cleans that uh, they did yeah. in 2016 he wanted mm-hmm. to do that event with the masters dave castro nixed that idea mm-hmm. and he nixed that idea specifically because someone blew their achilles Julie Fouché. Uh, not Julie. No, no, Julie Fouché did a regional. It was, was Alethea Boone. Alethea Boone. Yeah, it was Alethea Boone. So the Alethea second Boone, most Australian female name she, behind she, Cara Wibb. She destroyed her Achilles during that event. And he specifically says, he's like, I again, this weird cognitive distance that he has, I don't think that this is a dangerous event, uh-huh. but we had one of the fittest people on earth destroy themselves on it. And we don't. I don't want to risk it by having a hundred or two hundred other athletes between masters and teens yeah. doing it. And it's like, do you not see what you just said? You yeah. just said that you don't think that this is a good idea because it'll hurt somebody. Like, mm-hmm. but in his mind, he's like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm just being smart. Like, smart <laughs> about what? What are you being smart about? You know. And then the the other, um, God, there's there's a few really strange. Okay, so oh God, all right. So the <laughs> the other thing that's super mm-hmm. fucking obvious about uh dave castro's book and his biases is that and he never sees this Mm -hmm. is that uh if you're friends with dave castro or he considers you a friend he very fucking clearly favors you in a lot of ways and the best example of this is that when he's doing the recap event by event of the crossfit Mm -hmm. games he mentions one athlete in particular 
10 times as much as he mentions Dan anyone Bailey. else. Someone they who actually competed at the no. games. <laughs> he mentions this athlete more than any of the previous current former champions. Give me seven more guesses. It's Brooke Wells. Oh. And he talks about her performance in every single event, whether mm. she did well or whether she did mm-hmm. great. I'm sorry. Whether she did poorly or whether she did well, he's talking about how she did. He's like, he's like, uh, mm-hmm. oh, run, swim, run, and he like talks about you know, run, swim, run. All the individuals go at the same time, yeah. and you know, Brent Fukowski uh, did well, and Tia Clartoon and Christy Rama right behind her, and then he skips fucking everyone else, and he's like, Brooke Wells, she was in 33rd place. I thought she would do better, and it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> why? Why are you bringing this up? Yeah. And then he specifically well, because someone likes to booty. And, and he specifically yes. goes. He's like he even. There's a point in which he goes. Uh, I don't have. I don't have very many friends in the CrossFit Games athletes, no. but I do have a few friends. And he's like Rich Froning, yeah. Dan Bailey, Brooke Wells. And I was yeah. like, why? Why are you Plus, doing this? There are additional patterns you can see that are kind of coming at like there's a high incidence of uh, mentions of Brazilian women, not athletes, just P- Brazilian women he follows on Instagram, Brazilian women he saw at a Starbucks, you know, butts and what was what I'm saying. He likes butts. I don't I don't think he talks about them, but I wouldn't be surprised if yes. he likes butts, dude. Yeah. I also have this. Well, I have like a butts. very hard time. <laughs> he cannot lie. I say, I say he likes butts, and as this uh, as this book uh, proves, he cannot lie. Yeah. I have a hard time picturing also his justification of he's friends with Brooke Wells because I don't see much in common there. <laughs> a former former Navy SEAL and a nineteen year old kind of vacant person. Person who is <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it's fine. Most 19-year-olds are, but she's never... I haven't seen some electric personality out of every, her Every 40-year-old man has one thing in common with every 20-year-old girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, based on this, I have, I have a new, uh, new idea for uh, content on uh, armandhammer.tv. Mm-hmm. You just sit Cliff down with a 19-year-old <laughs> yep. and nope. silence. Nope. I don't <laughs> like how Go. this is at all. And just see what happens. Just see what happens. Turn Weirdly, it, it would be very asexual. That's the <laughs> thing. Is <laughs> that it, would not... it would be the most asexual, it would like, only work dead if... silence. It, it, would... Would be we- it would be weird and slightly threatening, but not in any of the usual ways. It would, so, it would uh, only work if you, there was uh... a B-cam and we're narrating the entire yes. time. Like, about, oh about my s- God, he's sweating so much. <laughs> <laughs> so much. As, as, about about nineteen. Get out of there, Cliff. Get out of there. <laughs> about he's getting he's getting earpiece in. We're trying to feed him things that he could talk to a nineteen year old about. Uh, so uh, you Cardi gotta, B. Uh, you huh? guys are you guys. Are, you guys <laughs> No, 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 you guys have it all wrong. You're assuming that Cliff would be the one who's uncomfortable. He would very confidently explain Mulholland Drive for 25 <laughs> oh, minutes yeah. to that girl. But at about minute 24, she would be the one looking for the exits. So, yeah. So, um, overall, I'm, I would say... Not too many 19-year-old Lynch fans. No. Not I, would say, I would say this, this book was, was really, really bad. It was really hard to read. Um, it just wasn't a good... I mean, actually, it wasn't hard to read. It was easy to read. It just wasn't good. And when, by the way, he sold me by saying, hey, one of the events that I talk about that wasn't used at the 2017 games is going to be one of the 2018 games events. Mm. Allow me to read you the list Uh. of workouts that he talks about that weren't included at the 2018 games. You just stop me at some point because there's 30 30 of them. Guys, I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. All right. 
21, 15, 9 thrusters and burpees. One rep max overhead squat. Having two different swim events. That one is a particular favorite of mine. It's just vague and nice. Mm-hmm. One rep max clean and jerk. That's the one that'll be, by the way. The having two swim events. Sure. There's lots of lakes around there. That's it. Uh, this, it. Do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of in, in, uh, in Community. They discover Pierce Hawthorne's uh, uh, journal Ideas for Women. Except it's just ideas for hot blonde with tennis racket. <laughs> it's just <laughs> various ideas for women. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, split, split snatch complex, which is a split snatch with the left foot forward, a power snatch, and a split snatch with the right foot forward, uh, either doing this for weight or in the middle of a workout. Now, that is the one that I think we all want to see the least. Yeah, um, no desire. Doing an obstacle mm. course, but instead of just starting it, you start it with 20 to 30 calories on a ski erg. That makes it way more exciting. Uh, okay, 45 GHG sit-ups, 18 left arm dumbbell snatches, rotating between that right foot forward, mm-hmm. left foot straight, left foot forward. Wait, wait, doing dumbbell split snatch? Dumbbell, yeah, it's like dumbbell split snatch, left leg. I believe you just then, described the hokey pokey. Right. And then, oh, so it's then 45 GHG sit-ups. It's three rounds of 45 GHG sit-ups and 18 snatches. Dude, what if the, you did that at an open announcement one day? Like you just started describing the hokey pokey? All right, and then you're going to turn <laughs> yourself around. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> and how long would it take the audience to catch on? It would take, uh, yeah, it would take not charisma take very long. Yes. and personality. <laughs> to really sell it. Um, he, he has, okay, bar muscle-ups plus heavy deadlifts plus overhead squats that's not even a workout that's just an idea handstand push-ups plus sled push 2159 calories either on a rower or assault bike and single arm dumbbell thrusters amanda with a weight vest ghds deadlifts and skier ghd push press dumbbell thrusters have we seen that in a workout Uh, okay Mm -hmm. no um miserable an interval workout like the two 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 three workout that Mm -hmm. we saw at the games instead of all that stuff though it's a calorie row buy-in and max thrusters Mm. across the all the time uh, rowing, bar muscle-ups, and clean intervals like the interval workout. Two rounds of 50 GHD, 30 calorie skier, 20 push press. He had a few different variations of that one. Uh, push-pull variation with handstand push-ups and walking lunges instead of handstand push-ups and sleds. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one fifty-nine handstand push-ups and rowing for calories. A clean ladder but with chest-to-bar pull-ups and toes-to-bar instead of bar muscle-ups. Intervals but with a 10 handstand push-ups, 15 calorie row bind, and heavy deadlifts as the workout. Intervals, but with two rope climbs. At what point can we stop you? You can stop <laughs> me whenever the fuck you want. But there's, there's just like to keep going. End scene. There's yeah. more. It just goes and it uh, goes and it goes. Three rounds of ten handstand pushups, ten pistols. Scenes where mm-hmm. Armin keeps reading, and then you cut back to us, and we're all skeletons. Yes. Yeah. So, um, basically, my point is, there's no, there's no fucking reason. Fried shrimp, barbecue shrimp, <laughs> exactly. Shrimp cocktail, shrimp stew. Surprise. One of the events at the CrossFit Games will be a CrossFit workout. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I, I thought I think the I think the whole thing's so. I think the whole thing is actually a misdirection mm-hmm. because he spends a lot of time talking about seventeen point five, but heavier, right? Yes. One thirty five, ninety five. He talks about this a lot, and uh. when it actually happens at the games, he's like super fucking pumped. He talks about it constantly. And then they find out that they misloaded every bar, that it was too light. So instead mm-hmm. of it being 135.95, it was 125.85. Wait, which mm. event is this? 17.5. It was Most like the 10 rounds, 9 thrusters, 35 yeah. double-unders. Most boring event 
an obvious deal with Rogue ever. Mm. Yeah, super boring event. Also, I just I, I was very curious what he was expecting to find out when he was like, hey, I have like the best people at this workout here. We should just have them do this workout again and see if there's any difference between their placing in the open versus their placing here. And mm-hmm. surprise, there really wasn't. Yeah. Like the same people who did well during the open did well yeah. at the games. But either way, I think it's misdirection because I think maybe they're just going to have him do actually do 17.5, but with 135.95 this time instead of it mm-hmm. being 125.85. I don't be fucking know. Fest. Either mm-hmm. way, there's no reason to buy this book. Don't buy yep. this book. And uh, Hard maybe pass. maybe meditate on why Dave Castro is calling out Christian Lucero and yep. Nick Rankar and why he is constantly talking about Brooke Wells. I think it's uh, on the former too. It's it's jealousy. Castro he he should be on the TRT. He needs to get a little more Jack. Yes, there. looks a little too skinny. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Cool. So <laughs> <laughs> last time we left Cliff, he was on a mission. To ruck. Oh Jesus! Oh, yeah. You survived like your miles. your your uh your ruck, your Actually, Independence Day ruck. No, not quite, because the uh, the Independence <laughs> the Day ruck, as it turns out, uh, halfway through my uh, what was going to very good uh, very good ruck there, the skies opened up, and uh, and uh, rain fell. rain happened, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and that's the one disadvantage to a rucksack, uh, the cheap rucksack loaded with books. <laughs> 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 oh. oh man! There yeah. were some good books in there. No, the, actually, the books were not that wet. They're dried out now. It's fine. The books are significantly back up. heavier. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, I was thinking of the book. There's quality books in there. I don't want to lose. He those. was rucking 45 pounds by yes. the end of it. But two days later, I did do. It was just the uh, 10 mile ruck. You know, the Town Lake thing from hmm. Pleasant Valley to Mopac. Actually, yeah, nice. Fun, easy breezy. Word. And uh, you've also been doing something a little different recently as well. Mm-hmm. Fitness. Which is uh, <laughs> fitness meat in your mouth. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Fitting a lot of meat in my mouth. So yes. tell, tell, tell us what the fuck's going on, Cliff. What are you doing? I just got inspired uh, to, uh, for the same reasons that uh, Ripley said they need to take off and nuke the site from orbit. Mm-hmm. It's because it's the only way to be sure. That's right. I want to be sure that I'm not fucking up my health in all sorts of miscellaneous ways. So I'm simplifying everything as much as it can be and consuming only uh, three, th- four things. This facility things. has a high dollar value. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paul uh, Reiser. I'm consuming uh, beef, salt, because you need salt on the beef. But the ratios. We're very surprised. Not one. <laughs> one it's just, to one. just a huge cube of salt with some beef on top. <laughs> Cliff has invested heavily in those Himalayan salt lamps. <laughs> oh, right. yes. Uh, and the, uh, the Himalayan salt, by the way, not great for seasoning meat, at least the grinder there. It's a bit too, uh, bit too coarse. Mm. Uh, but uh, natural sea salt is fine. Uh, black coffee, which I have a little bit of black coffee, and water. Mm-hmm. No pepper. No pepper. No nope. limes. No Actually, I, I, I sort of fucked up. Yes, I went to see a movie yesterday at the uh, at the draft house, and they ordered a topo, and they had a lime in there. I was like, ah, oh, fuck! I got a little bit of oh, lime. Fuck! Juice I'm not gonna have scurvy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm delayed yeah. dying well, by scurvy. Because well, that's the other thing is that you you've quit all of your vitamins. And, oh yeah, yeah. Well, well apparently, uh, from what I hear from Jordan Peterson, is that yes. you don't actually need 
any of that stuff to uh, prevent yes. scurvy yes. as long as you're not eating as long as you're not eating carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Famous uh, nutritionist Jordan Peterson. Well, that's the thing is that mm-hmm. he's Guys, doing he's, smart. he's doing the carnivore diet right now. Um, okay, we're just listening to him on the Jordan Peter. Sorry, the Joe Rogan podcast. He's doing the carnivore diet, but that he's one of probably ten different people who I've just ran who I randomly follow from. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, Chris Bell doing the uh, yeah. carnivore mm-hmm. diet. Sean, Sean Baker. Baker is the sort of. Uh, the, yeah, the leader of that movement. And, and uh, Jordan Peterson, his daughter, Michaela, there yeah, is yeah. the main thing you got that from. She is so many, uh, watch him, who's it? So many food sensitivities there. Yeah. She worked herself down to just beef, salt, water. Yeah. And it's one of the, same one thing of the things that they so, addressed yeah. on the podcast was the fact that, yeah, she apparently, that where this all began was had a severe, um, like a severe, uh, he refers, she calls it an autoimmune uh, d- disease, but it was like severe, severe arthritis. And so as actually had to have her hips replaced and her ankles replaced Jesus. surgically, and is about to have her like sa- her ankle replacement replaced and has been on tons of medication for years and years and years. And that went on the carnivore diet and has since come off all medications, all of her symptoms have subsided and all of this, which is, again, not necessarily specific to the carnivore diet, but also part of the conversation around the keto diet and the conversation around <clears throat> low carb in general, is I think we're getting a bigger and bigger picture of how many of the uh, chronic diseases of civilization are us reacting to varying levels of sensitivity to all the weird shit that we're putting in our body uh, that we're not really built to process. And by weird shit, I don't mean preservatives necessarily. I mean some people might not be built to process eating lettuce and broccoli. Yeah, or beans or certainly grains, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And so it's it's this interesting road. The most extreme... at least in terms of a methodology I've encountered thus far is like hearing Sean Baker talk about the carnivore diet where it's really, and it's interesting because I follow him on Instagram and he reads stuff and I've not looked into it to the degree that, you know, I can speak with any authority on it. But the point at least that he continues to emphasize is that all the nutrients that one needs, we are, our bodies are built to synthesize from the consumption of meat. Obviously, you know, like our glucose metabolism, you know, is not there for us to eat sugar, but there because we create glucose from consuming protein and then it's by a process of gluconeogenesis, creating glucose, creating the essential amino acids, creating all of that stuff from the consumption of a purely meat-based diet. And we know <coughs> that there are many populations, uh, even contemporary, but also obviously historically, that have subsisted entirely on meat-based diets, Inuit populations, etc. So it's interesting to think about that as being a, a picture for why we have lots of different diseases and yep. things and stuff. So Cliff's going for it. I'm going for it. I'm going all the way. And beef uh, apparently is the one that has uh, the least number of negative reactions from folks, and it's the most micronutrient-dense of all the meats. Are you, are you spending extra money on like grass-fed meat, or are you just getting... Fuck no. Chuck, Ooh. man, Chuck, eighty twenty. Yeah, uh, but I, did, that I did, I did splurge on some steak. You, but you addressed that. But you were talking to me specifically about that. That it was a choice based on things. I don't know. I was just listening to various people talk about going mm. on an all meat diet, and yes, they're just not doing grass fed. So it doesn't getting regular. And you're not meat. even eating. You're not even eating like. You're not just eating steak all the time. You're no, eating not like steak. ground I, beef. I yeah, I splurged uh, on the first grocery trip and got a few steaks there, but. Mostly, I think the staple is just going to be ground beef. Yeah, mm. 
Hmm. Ground beef burger patties. Um, which actually taste more delicious than some of the bad steaks I yeah. bought there, so I'm fine with that. You can do a lot with ground beef, too. Oh, yeah. like to, You can buy it, and you can decide to put it in patty form. You can or shave like, it into dick form. You sure can. <laughs> you can just a make dick, a, met, a, a bucket loaf. of eels out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a patty. It can be a ball. Yes. You get two oh. balls in a patty. Well, I haven't tried balls yet. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those got to cook in the oven Lord knows I have. Mm. <laughs> shave it so, as other food, so you think it's other food. It's a true. drumstick? You I could make a I, burger I buns out of rice. I don't know if this is a really good idea. I also don't know if this do is it. something I that, see what that can happen for like how long. Like, what are you going to do this for? Like at least the next a three few weeks. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that <laughs> makes sense. If that I don't see sense. radical changes, fair enough. Why? Okay, so do you have like a timeline? Why do you have a timeline? Well, the on timeline this? is I'm visiting my parents in three and a half for weeks. the CrossFit Games. For the CrossFit Games. Oh, are they going up there? Or you're just They're going up to just okay. going up to their place and going to watch some of that? And hang we out. watched as a f- yeah. usually with our parents every year. That's cute. so. If I see uh, tremendous health benefits in these next three weeks, I'm going to be an extra pain in the ass when visiting my parents. By insisting mm. I only eat beef, but if uh, it's entirely possible, <laughs> I could just uh, go with the flow and eat whatever. Uh, I feel like I'm excited for Cliff going up there and insisting on only eating beef as he bleeds from the eyes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that I don't know. It's not as silly as we say, like yeah. like oh, it's just eating carnivore. It's like it's basically it's doing a lot of the same stuff that you would be doing in a paleo diet or doing in a ke- in a ketogenic diet, but we're just in that it is uh, just. It seems more extreme because it's a mononutrient diet, so you're really just getting everything from one thing, from right. one sort of, from one, uh, from one ingredient. But it's basically like you're eating high doses of fat and protein. You're eating less frequently because you're eating something that's so nutrient dense and makes you very full. So you're also partially fasting through longer periods of the day and doing less grazing than you would. So it's a lot of the same shit that we would be doing in uh, on other diets, just radically simple. simple Simplified. Did no, you no, no, throw I, like, everything I'm not out saying of your it's house? insane. Uh, I have also been on a mononutrient diet in the past. Uh, in college, the Totino's Party Pizza Diet. Ooh, uh, nice. That was really great. You just get a stack of those. <laughs> uh, you put them in the freezer. And then uh, you just eat them throughout the week. Uh, sometimes you take them. You fold them in half. It makes a calzone. And or a taco, depending, yeah. or a taco, depending, depending on in which direction you eat um, it. I am true. on a mononutrient diet currently where I eat each day. I just only, only consume one thing, one bag of Jimmy John's. <laughs> uh, There's several elements within it. Uh, James John's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you? how did you prep for this? Did you just like get rid of all the shit in your... In your I like, didn't, I didn't you, you have seem a whole like lot a, in my fucking refrigerator, so it didn't take some other shit. You just like threw away like the six-month-old like ketchup? eating butter... And like yeah. coconut yeah. oil now. Yeah, yeah no no now butter, no coconut meat. oil. And nope. the various no other fat. meats I might have added. I have some eggs in there <laughs> that I hope they hold on for the next three weeks. Hmm. I'm gonna start introducing other foods later, maybe. But for now, just the beef. You should you should okay, here's here is here it is, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing this out there because I know that deep down inside Cliff wants to be better known. He wants to be more famous than he is right now. Oh sure. And here's how you do it. Mm. You do every year. You have twelve different <laughs> mononutrient diets, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> you you do one month at a time, uh-huh. or you can you can basically oh do God. you can do four weeks at a time. That way, you have like three mm. days to like uh-huh. recover, right? And this one can be meat. The next one can be just eggs. No, no, no. Right? Or like the other one could be just broccoli. Uh, broccoli, it's a no-go, but you eggs I You would lose do. a lot of weight. Eggs you could do, but here's and the other thing. 
also theme them around holidays Correct. in these months. Correct. Halloween, yes. it could just be candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, November, it's turkey. In, ho- uh, in October, he just eats pumpkins. <laughs> in February, the month of the Super Bowl, you just eat footballs. Whoa. Wait, <laughs> did you say February is the month of the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl has How been in February for the past two you? years. Black History Month. Oh. <laughs> You're on Black History Month. Yams. Yes, but do, do you none of us. None of you have a suggestion, Armin, for Black History Month foods? Because I'm not touching that one. Jesus. Black licorice. Okay. I obviously. Good call. Good call. Good call. Huh. Uh, the huh. disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's a great idea for your birthday month. It could just be birthday cake. Oh yeah, uh, guys, this is for it. July. It's fireworks. Mm-hmm. Mononutrient cliff. That can be your new Instagram handle, and mm-hmm. you could make some really great, famous moments of yourself. You, you know? know what I hate about people discussing diets, just to take it back to a serious thing, is I, I watched a video about, just watching a uh, video about uh, coming off of carbs to uh, medicate for, or to reverse the effects of type 2 diabetes, and it's amazing everyone has a very strong opinion about diets and it's always based on what works for their body in particular for them. It's like, mm-hmm. I eat oatmeal every morning and I remain thin and or whatever therefore, the thing is. Therefore, oatmeal therefore, is good for you. Good for everybody. And that's the main thing about with a lot of these more extreme things or even like Cliff going on an all-steak diet. It's like, I have no doubt in my mind that there are lots of people who can probably eat tons and tons of vegetables or tons and tons of grains and, and are fine, but varying people have radically different bodies that, that receive respond to different things in radically different ways and so a lot of it is just like you know you can follow a diet that works for a lot of other people but if you're still kind of pudgy and tired all the time then you've yet to find your diet that works for you and there's some people there who can i'm sure eat bread you know four times a day and they don't uh, they don't gain any weight we've all met those people they're called fucking demons <laughs> uh, <laughs> but <laughs> But I'm still I'm still dialing in my diet. You know, I usually like I'll do a month of experimentation and then a month of Jimmy John's and Domino's pizza. You know, because to regulate my mood. Right. You have to you have to you have to spike your insulin at some point, mm-hmm. right? And nothing oh, yeah. spikes insulin better than three and a half weeks of straight Jimmy John's. Damn right. <laughs> Gross. Uh, this Jones. episode oh, brought to you, you gotta, by Jimmy John's. You got to get the wheat bread sandwich. You Why the get fuck that would you do that? that? Walk no. in there ever no. again. No, That's man. what I do. No, actually, one of my favorite things to do uh, in college was go by the Jimmy John's and get their day-old bread and mm. eat that. Just eat the bread. Just eat the bread while super drunk. Just get uh, really fucked up and which, get two gargantuan. I think maybe that's is, what, maybe that's what I missed on. Maybe that's why I don't have an attachment to Jimmy John's because I never have. I don't have any stories like that. Uh, yeah, the, the Jimmy John's at my school was literally on the strip of bars, <laughs> so it would be Genius. bar, 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 Jimmy John's. Bar 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 bar. That's how. I, that's so how. Like, that's I the, my that was the walk of the it. evening. Uh, yeah, my my only experience was like. All right, we're at this luncheon thing for work, and we got to order food. And what do you want from Jimmy John's? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just the, no, no, I don't want any of this. <laughs> See, it's, it's pretty suck. wild because I didn't have Jimmy John's until I moved to Austin. Mm. So to me, it's a brand new thing, and it's fucking delicious. Yeah, well, um, you got you got you got to order the right thing because if someone's like, we're catering Jimmy John's, I, I, my usual reaction is fuck because mm-hmm. that what that means is I'm gonna get a hoagie roll that's just stuffed with shredded lettuce and a yep. little bit of capicola. 
I have my sandwich that I like at Jimmy John's, which is I get that thick-ass wheat bread, I get a bunch of roast beef in it, some sliced pickles, which they've recently added, mustard, and some mayo, and that's really it, and that's my Jimmy John sandwich. Um, uh, Jimmy is John's, please sponsor our podcast. <laughs> I, could, I could use that right now. Next yes. time you go to Jimmy John's, guys, uh, what you guys don't know actually is that Jimmy John's is uh, sponsoring the podcast. Just at the register, let them know that you heard about uh, Jimmy John's on uh, on shitty ass nerds podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and they will give you a ten percent discount. It's going to be great on sticky acorn nuggets. <laughs> Just um, let them know that, wow, the that ep- so you good. you heard Damn. about them on the episode with the bucket of eel dicks. <laughs> that's, the, that's the episode. They know. They'll know. They'll know. Chime out. But to bring everything home, uh, we are going to uh, both. If you want, uh, if you want the day by day, obviously follow Cliff's Instagram. I assume you'll be posting. Mm-hmm. On the carnivore diet, and then uh, we'll be giving uh, regular updates here on the podcast. So yeah, stay tuned. I'm, I mean, we're gonna get three whole updates before it turns before he's sitting here and eating bread and cheese and <laughs> shit. So we'll honestly, I'm curious because I feel like you found what would work for you. I thought you found like keto was working well for you, and now I I think you're you're basically just like you know what if we took this to eleven, but this one goes to eleven. <laughs> That's basically what you're doing with this diet right now. Because keto, just keto or just low carb, allows too many options and too many. Any opportunities to continue fucking myself up because I don't know if this is news to you guys, but I just want to inform you guys. I've been kind of, kind of fat and vaguely unhealthy my whole life, <laughs> and so if I, can, if I can find, yeah. So the one thing I'm pretty sure isn't gonna fuck me up is beef. That's one thing I'm pretty sure isn't going to fuck me up. What if that is the one, that's the one common denominator in all of your Mm. diets that's actually been the thing that's like made you worst? feeling mm. and then you're like, you're like you know what can't I'm break down eat. beef <laughs> nothing like that's but been the thing all along hmm. so just although also here's here's another thing this, you're just stating that you know fat kind of unhealthy all your life reminds me of there was a one-off superhero in marvel comics Uh-oh. Uh, nerd. He was in a comic called i think it was avengers academy where it's basically they take all these children you know who are like 16 year olds or you know whatever they just found out they got superpowers they bring them in to train them uh, and he was a washout because he had the power of invulnerability mm-hmm. and like increased metabolism and you know everything that you get, but it was all frozen at the time he was fattest and saddest in his life. Mm. <laughs> so he's basically this big pudgy guy mm. who, no matter what you do, would never lose the weight. <laughs> nothing, nothing good would ever happen. He'd always be winded on a run, but like you know, you can shoot a cannonball at him and it would, it would bounce away. So that's the question: if you could have super strength, invulnerability, we're not. I'm not going to say immortality, just invulnerability, but. You would have to appear to be a great big fat person. Do you go? Do you go with it? I'm putting it to the table, Chase. Fuck yeah, yeah, of course. Day. I would say yeah. yes, only tentatively because uh, if I could find some way to parlay that into cash, yes. mm-hmm. then money is all that really matters. Yeah, it's the strong uh, It's the episode. Well, no, yeah. it's, it's the episode of uh, the Simpsons where Homer uh, gets hit by uh, cannonballs, like yes. just, you know, repeatedly. Like, yes, that's, that's what you do. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, there's actually a comic book. Oh god, I forget what it's called. Uh it was a comic book where uh a bunch of Rising Stars, I think it's called Rising oh, Stars. Yeah. Rising Stars uh is first of all, it's fucking incredible. It's very underappreciated, I think underknown. But Rising Stars uh is very there's a character mm-hmm. like like exactly like that. There, it's basically like a bunch of people who were 
in the process of of uh, being conceived when this comic comet mm. passed over Earth, got all these superpowers, and one of them is invulnerable, super strong, that sort of thing. But uh, the but he can't feel anything, mm-hmm. so he only eats and he eats until he's like super fucking fat. <laughs> and so, well, eventually they kill, he dies. But you know, of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he gets he he gets uh, he gets tied. He's not super strong. He's just invulnerable. Mm-hmm. He gets like tied down to a chair, and they put a plastic bag over his head, and he suffocates. Oh, that's, because that's really because fucking depressing. Yeah. That's actually sadder than the sad death that's of right. sadness. That's right. Uh, the uh, in, invulnerability doesn't mean that you can't breathe, I which is not. one of my biggest problems with Ant Man. So I don't want to fucking talk about Interesting. it. Interesting. Anyway, uh, wait until you see Ant Man, and then we'll talk more about it because I, I I I didn't think I didn't think it was that good. Um, I thought it was fine at best. At I'll best, be it was the judges. Okay. Is, is next week an all movies episode? Uh, next week might be an all movies because this this week was very pretty much all all fitness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I'm, I'm thinking right here, we've got some things out right now. We've got uh, Ant Man, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Everyone needs to catch up on. Yeah. I'm gonna put it forth. Uh, Three identical strangers, but it's playing in your market. Go see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also, sorry to bother you. Oh sure, uh, that is also yeah. was fun. That's something. A lot of these things you need to. It's gonna be an all spoilers discussion for a lot of these mm-hmm. here. For That's sure, number we one, week. we have to see. Ant Man. Yes. I think at the very because we've been we did a lot of Marvel movies. We did a lot mm-hmm. of MCU, and it's important for us. And we actually, thankfully, skipped talking about Solo. Yeah, we we were able to to <laughs> just squeeze our way out of that that trash compactor of the trap. Yeah, uh, but now now that we have, uh, is everyone caught up on Westworld? <laughs> that was the funniest yeah fuck that show you know what actually katie and i've been watching recently is uh the mm. handmaid's tale and oh yeah i would suggest watching it because it's pretty good but it's it's um yeah it's just it's just a whole lot of depression it's yeah, really yeah. fucking i've watched the really pilot fucking it was dark. A, the first episode was really good yeah. uh, though i just i didn't feel there's a lot more of that to jump in there and do just, more of that just wait it's just two seasons of that so <laughs> yeah it's two seasons of well you got to teach yourself to be numb so you don't notice the institutionalized rape and i'm like ah fuck yeah yeah that's a recurring theme so yeah. again yeah. get ready for two seasons of that uh-huh. uh yeah it's a good show i i still we we've got a lot of people suggesting shows uh, the Expanse is one of the ones that's constantly oh, yeah. suggested. Cliff read the first mm-hmm. book in that yeah, series. Right. I heard, I heard, his, I heard I the show's the really good. Well, I saw the first season. The problem is the pilot is kind of rough. The pilot Ooh. in the first couple of episodes is kind of rough. Because here's the thing. It's a show set in space done on the sci-fi channel. Ooh, and not a are, big what budget, What problems huh? you could have <laughs> is being overly ambitious mm-hmm. in what you're going to show and how you're going to do without enough budget to really pull it off. So they have all sorts of really ambitious, you know, sweeping CGI shots and all that that are really, 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 really rough to look at there. Mm. So I think as the season moves on, they scale their ambitions to the budget a lot better. And actually, you know, the last half of the first season is really good there and it gets better from there, I assume, in season two. Uh, So, yeah, Mm -hmm. worth checking out. I'd say if you can get past the pilot without cringing, it's... uh, you know, just get into it. It's a lot of lot of good stuff to reveal. Plus, for any space fans out there, it's definitely the only space show slash movie that actually does it even quasi realistically. Mm. So it's like laws, hard sci-fi. Oh yeah, it's very hard sci-fi. All the laws of physics are obeyed. There is no artificial gravity. It's all sorts. It's all done correctly pretty mm-hmm. much how 300 years from now what would the solar system look like what'd be going on 
pretty much realistically, and that's the world that you have there. Nice. So mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of Donald Trump clones. Yes. Taking mm-hmm. over Mars. <coughs> Building walls. Building Hashtag walls. Hashtag politics, you guys. Building walls. Um, okay, we'll just we'll cut it right there. We'll figure something out. But next week, for sure, we're going to talk about Ant-Man. Um, and yeah. possibly other things, and uh, maybe who some is fitness. to blame for the families being separated at the border? Should we get into it? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Let's let's all get our Instagrams out, and then you can start talking about that. Perfect. Um, go ahead, guys. Start 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 your situations. Um, I have very hard opinions um, about because uh, opinions the, aren't the hardest thing on them. Though. Uh, that's right. I have very hard opinions that's about the, the basket of eels. Uh, that's right. <laughs> about who to blame for the border situation. But if you uh, if you disagree with my hardline right wing opinion on it you can uh, reach me at a supersonic man on uh, instagram i'm at mr kyle bogart on the most sensual instagram account on the internet i'm at cliff bogart beef it's what's for dinner (laughs) (laughs) i am at a supersonic man uh, on instagram twitter etc yeah i'm at chase 504 doing all the fitness stuff um and you can also find the whole podcast at san podcast all right we should mention that Send us whatever you want. Mm-hmm. No dicks. Maybe beef dicks. If you have any pictures of you building a beef dick yeah. out of ground beef, 80-20 per- preferably. Yes. Oh, that's a good shoot point. Shoot that to us. So, like we, so we now officially, I saw this earlier, you guys sent it to me, we have an official scale is needed Instagram account. So do follow. There will be things specific to what we have discussed. Pictures of steaks. Pictures of Dave Castro. Pictures of Brooke Wells butt. Lots of those sorts of things will all be posted, right? Oh, right. So, I mean, like the best beef dicks get reposted, right, guys? Yeah, beef I mean, dicks. that's essentially what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's SAN Podcast, at SAN Podcast. And you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV on Instagram and uh, YouTube and all that good stuff. And uh, Chase, you're doing some hand signals. This this is the first episode that's only on Arm and Hammer TV. Correct. Yeah. So we can make fun of all those fucks still on the old <laughs> stream. <laughs> that's right. Listen up, losers. <laughs> that's right. So I can't wait to see the uh, <laughs> to see the numbers just crater. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I mean, if you guys if you guys are listening to this, you have already won. You have already made it to the escape pod. That's right. The yeah. escape podcast. All right. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to this episode of the Escape Podcast. Yes. Did you know that the pod in podcast obviously comes from the iPod and that the iPod got its name from its resemblance to the pod in 2001. So there is a direct connection to uh, a, a, an escape pod or, or a stra- some sort of spaceship pod, some like, you know, uh, extra uh, vehicular manslaughter uh, thing and the pod and podcast they're actually related it's not just a coincidence so you got it so well, i'm sorry you were you talking i was i didn't know yeah. if he was telling I, the truth or not no, no, I I, no it really is that is a, that is a fact <laughs> that is a fact all right well then there's your fact of the day uh those of you who were listening while driving probably died yes while falling asleep behind the wheel i'm sorry be sure to tune in next week for more facts <laughs> More facts <laughs> More from facts. the Some Facts Are Fake podcast, yes. SAN. Thank you so much, everybody. We're going to catch you next week. Later. Later. Later.